Not sure the last time Sophia Minert joined us on a Tuesday on Wildey and Tausch. The day after the Brewers had actually won on a Monday. It'd been a while. So very exciting to talk to Sophia this morning. As the first place red-hot Milwaukee Brewers have won a couple of games in Cleveland over the weekend. The first of four against the struggling New York Mets. Sophia Minnard of Bally Sports, Wisconsin. Jesse and Tausch today on Wildey and Tausch. Sophia, how you doing? And uh, how's the team doing after a big win last night, propelling them back into first place in the NL Central? Yeah, I think it's been like a road trip for them so far. Um, you know, winning two out of three in Cleveland, and then you're facing Justin Verlander last night, and I think they did a great job of just, you know, putting pressure on him every inning, and they were able to chase him out. Um, you know, they didn't score against him, but they were able to get him out of there after five innings and then had better success against the uh, the Mets bullpen. So good win for them last night, and hopefully they can keep it going here the next three in New York. I want to ask you about Joey Weimer for a second. We haven't talked about him yet on this show. Is he the Weems. real deal? He's seen, he's been electric so far, and I've seen like the highlights as he was coming up through the minor leagues. Is this guy here to stay? Like he seems like the real deal. Yeah, I think. I mean, his defense has been excellent, and I think his defense is why you know you you're able to be patient with like the ups and downs of a rookie season for him. Um, he's definitely been challenged um, offensively. I think specifically with off-speed pitches. Uh, but, you know, Joey is a guy that keeps think- things really simple. Um, he's aggressive at the plate. He's just – he's aggressive everywhere on the field. Um, it's like he's just like constant energy and motion on the field, uh, which I think is a good thing. Um, so, yeah, I think Joey's, Joey's defense has, has really been exceptional, and I, I think that's probably the biggest reason why he's still up with the team. So the ups and downs, Sophia, the Brewers season, you know, Tausch and I, two weeks ago when he joined us, they had just gotten swept by the Oakland A's, and you know, a certain clown named Dunzo may have come out and pronounced the season over, and now here the team has bounced back into first place, and Dunzo is nowhere to be found. Is it, it, Does this have the makings of a team that you feel is still capable of going on a strong playoff run if it stays as currently constructed? Or do you think as the trade deadline approaches here as we get into the heart of the summer that there will definitely be a move or two that the team looks to make to try and bolster its chances? Well, I think they're always looking to add. Um, and, and I think especially if they can stay at or near at the top of the division, um, it, it definitely feels like it's a division that's up for grabs, uh, just with kind of the the movement that we've seen at, at the top of the division between the Brewers and the Reds and even the Pirates um, at times during the season. So, uh, you know, we talked about this yesterday with Craig Council, like in reference to comparing this team with the Mets. You know, the Mets have been one of one of the most, if not the most, underperforming team, considering you know the payroll, the expectations. Uh, the talent on their roster, and and Craig says it's like there are very few teams in the league that have the type of season that you want or that fans want or that the expectations are. Like, it's just really hard to meet that, and seasons can be messy, and that's been really true for the Brewers. Um, there's definitely been ups and downs. There's been a lot of injuries. There's been a lot of players used, a lot of players called up, so uh, it has been messy. We're, we're kind of just now getting to the halfway point of the season, but Craig said, like, I'd rather be in our position than in theirs in reference to the Mets just because we've got more wins than they do, and they are in first place as it stands today. So, 
you know, you, you, you hope you can keep that going, finish strong here before the all-star break, and then uh, set yourself up for hopefully a, a fun deadline in the second half. Yeah, Sophia, when you're starting to look at how hot Christian Yelich has been, is it just that he's healthier than ever? It, because you're really starting to feel like he has a good chance to be an all-star. Are you at all surprised that he's kind of resurged and gotten back to, I'm not going to say he's back to his MVP form, but, man, he's been pretty doggone good the last month. Yeah, I would take it back. I mean, June, he's been excellent. I would take it back even to, like, the beginning of May. Um, I feel like, yes, he's he's healthy. He's in there every day. Um, he's at the top of the lineup against lefties. They'll kind of move him down to either a third or the cleanup spot uh, just to, to get a different look in there against left-handed pitching. But um, Christian, I think ever since he went to the toe trap at the beginning of May, he's found something that's repeatable for him that puts him in a good position to hit um that you know he he sees he's always had great you know plate discipline and, and plate decisions of like he he's not a guy that strikes out a lot typically um his ability to get on base i think he still has the highest on base percentage on the team and yeah i think that the power threat is always there so i think there's there's a lot of good things that are in christian's favor right now that have allowed him to be really productive over the last two months and I think, you know, if you're looking at the first half overall, this, this team has definitely been challenged offensively, but Christian's been the most, the most consistent and the most productive hitter in the lineup. Talking uh, with Sophia yeah, no Minner of Valley about- Sports Wisconsin on ESPN Wisconsin and Wisconsin On Demand. Uh, Sophia, who is most deserving of being an all-star on the Brewers roster this year? I think you'd have to say Devin Williams, um, and, and I think you could make a case for Christian as well. Um, I think, you know, Devin has just been lights out, and it's been a different-looking season for him, but I, I do hope that, you know, he gets a chance to go back again after going last year. And then, um, you know, I think like we just talked about, I think if you're looking at the position player group, you could make, you know, the outfield group is, is pretty loaded in the National League. Um Crazy things can happen here over the next couple weeks before the All-Star break as they determine the rosters and there might be injuries or people pull out of the All-Star game. But I think you could make a great case for Christian and just the, the entire first half that he's put together. Sophia, how's the health? Uh, you know, you're starting pitching. We're, you know, we're hoping everybody's going to be back at it. What, any updates as far as where we're looking with the 4th of July coming up and everything else uh, from, as far as the pitching staff goes? Yeah, I think the, the biggest development that I, I think fans have been waiting for is, is Brandon Woodruff. Um, he's only pitched in two games this year. You have to go back to April 7th. Um, so it's, it's been a long time for Woody, but he threw his first bullpen over the weekend in Cleveland. He's expected to throw another one today um, in New York. Might get pushed to, to tomorrow if, it, if the rain continues. But um, he's, he's looking to take, you know, these next steps forward. And so getting him on a mound, throwing bullpens, you know, the, he'll continue to progress with that, ramp up the pitch count, do live VPs, eventually get out on a minor league rehab assignment. So you're looking at post all-star break for Woody, but the fact that I think he's on a mound now and the relief he felt of kind of how he was able to throw his fastball in that first bullpen uh, was, was huge for him. I think he really needed that mentally just as much as he did physically. So he's, uh, he's going to continue to ramp it up here and um, 
I don't, I'm not sure you could have a bigger addition to this team in the second half than, than to get a healthy Brandon Woodruff back. Uh, I would agree. Uh, Sophia, you're out in New York. Uh, I always love getting Sophia's travel tips when you're on the road. <laughs> what are we doing out in New York when you get a little downtime? Um, well, I just uh, went for a nice walk in Central Park. So that's no. always a favorite of mine. I feel like you could spend, like, hours in there. Um, so, yeah, that's. That's my kind of main go-to activity. I love just, like, walking the park and seeing where you end up. Um, I mean, pizza, of course. Bagels did that yesterday. Um, so, yeah, I think there's no shortage of, like, great food here. So I think you can find anything. Uh, Sophia, I wanted to ask you about, so yesterday we got into this, Tausch was at a graduation party over the weekend, and he is now a proponent of uh, the Irish goodbye, of just getting up and leaving, say, ah, that's it, I'm out, not worrying about saying goodbye and going through the, the Midwest goodbye of, of a 15-minute process of trying to shake hands and, and have the kind of the, the small talk with everybody. Where do you stand on that? If, if you're out with everybody and you're like, okay, it's time for me to go, do you go through the trouble of trying to say goodbye to everybody or you just kind of dip out when you can? Um, depending on the situation, I – I generally try to, uh, you know, say goodbye to everybody or the people I feel like I need to. Sometimes a, an Irish goodbye is just necessary, I feel like. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just, you know, sometimes it's just too much work. So I, I feel you on that, Tausch. Um, and sometimes you just got to go. You know, sometimes you're just, yeah. you're done. So um, I, uh, I think for me it just depends on the situation. I was really hoping Sophia just Irish goodbye us right there. That's what I was thinking <laughs> she was going to do. And, in fact, i got to go. Yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. Bye, Sophia. Uh, no, we, Sophia, appreciate the insight. And, of course, the next time we'll catch up with you will be right around the All-Star break here in two weeks. So uh, we hope that the Brewers continue to play well. Uh, even though Tausch and I both were down on them two weeks ago, we're excited that they're still in contention and in first place as we catch up with you here this morning. And hopefully the, the Mets continue to be as bad as they've been throughout the rest of this month and the Brewers rack up a few more wins while you're out there in New York City. Thanks so much for the time as always. Really appreciate your insight. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Sophia Minter, Bally Sports Wisconsin, joining us on Wilde and Tausch. Jesse and Tausch today with Jason on assignment. 844-770-3776. The number to get into the show, 844-770-3776. You can catch Sophia Minter every Two weeks joining us on Tuesdays here on Wildey and Tausch. And if you miss any of it, you could subscribe to the Wildey and Tausch podcast presented by Gruber Law Offices wherever you get your podcast presented by Wisconsin On Demand. Coming up next, we skipped it yesterday because Mason Crosby joined the show. Ryan Wollersheim in as our cousin sub of the day producing takes over Woe Nelly. It's Woe Wooly. And it's Whoa, next Nelly. on Wildey and Tausch. This is Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at amfam.com.